The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. (laughs) Mates, we've got an absolute whopper of an interview in store for you this week. That's a lovely accent you have. She hunts turkeys uh, in the thunder. <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're talking beards and bears on today's show. Yeah, and if we're talking beards and bears and Australia, we got to be talking about Mary O'Neill Phillips. Yeah, and if you say throw another shrimp on the Barbie, uh, <laughs> she will probably rip your ears off. They only have prawns over there. Good day, mate. Prawns. Uh, they don't have shrimp. They prawns have prawns. shrimp. Let's put another shrimp on the Barbie. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so don't call them shrimp. Yeah, we have Mary O'Neill Phillips on. Uh, she's like an Australian-American. Anyway, she's with Country Outdoors TV. Like so cool. African-American? I don't know. I will have to ask her that. Uh, she's going to be joining us in just a second. She is like a turkey hunter extraordinaire. They're on their uh, third turkey tour, traveling all across the country. Then we're going to be joined by Brian Tucker. Yeah, he's with High Mountain Seasoning, and boy, they got some great deals going on right now. Yeah, he's from Australia by way of uh, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. and uh, Riverton, yeah. as it were. And then another Aussie we got on. The, this is the whole Aussie show, entire Aussie. No, um, Aussie Nelson? Who's Aussie Nelson? What? Rick Nelson's dad? I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, so you're too young. We're going to have Steve West on. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a big bearded Aussie from uh, now Oregon. He's a transplant. And uh, he's going to take his uh, uh, beard hunting. <laughs> no, bear hunting. More <laughs> so, uh, beard hunting. Yeah. But let's get to Hey, we got to get to Mary O'Neill Phillips. Yeah, with Country Outdoors TV. Let's do it. Chatting beards and bears this week on The Revolution. Okay, let's go. Now let's kick off a two-part interview with Mary O'Neill Phillips, host of Country Outdoors TV on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Mary had a big shotgun killing turkeys. <laughs> That's Mary. That when I was a kid, just Mary had a big butt. Uh, Mary O'Neill Phillips. <laughs> she is the uh, co-host, Country Outdoors TV. Have to watch it. Love it. Outdoor Channel's Facebook page every single Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Mrs. Mary, how's it going? G'day, g'day, guys. It's good to be back. I haven't spoken to you all in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. G'day. G'day. Uh, you well, could- we're on the other end of the pandemic this time. I think the last time we spoke, it was the very start of the pandemic and we weren't even sure if we were going to make the turkey tour happen, but now we're into the third season of it. So so you guys have to tell us, it's you and your husband, Zach, and I really think you guys started a trend about three years ago. This is your third uh, season doing a turkey tour. 
Uh, you guys start off, hey, we're going to do this turkey tour and we're going to travel a couple hundred days. It seems like you got everyone doing it now. Everyone's doing a turkey tour now. Well, I think part of that, A, thank you for thinking that we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think part of that was, um, you know, when uh, the pandemic hit, people were really anxious about being stuck at home. And so touring around in your camper hunting wild game when the meat markets were shut down was pretty awesome. And um, so for us, I mean, it really saved us in a lot of ways. So we did that. And uh, now a lot of our buddies want to do it as well. But it's just, you know, a great way to stay out hunting and get some fresh air and all that good stuff. And we loved it. I mean, any chance that I can be extend my time outdoors and be pretty nomadic, I, I want to. And I think a lot of people have kind of jumped on board that train and um it seems to be quite a trend yeah it seems like that uh, when you first started this thing gas was like a couple of bucks a gallon now it's well over three in some places four dollars a gallon has that changed oh. your projection on what you'll do this spring so yeah so we just wrapped up our first episode and we were down in florida in south florida hunting osceolas and by the time we were driving back and so we're pulling a 38-foot RV behind our diesel guzzler. And <laughs> yeah. by the time we were leaving, it was $4.60, 470 a gallon. Wow. So that gets pretty expensive pretty quickly. Um, we have downloaded a couple of those fuel apps where it tells you where the cheaper fuel is. And there is a trick behind that. A lot of the big commercial um, gas stations are more expensive. And then some of the smaller ones, the Exxon. Mm -hmm. They tend to be a little bit cheaper, which is interesting. But, yeah, it is changing where we're going to end up. We had this um, pretty grand idea that we were going to be heading from Nashville, well, Florida, I guess, all the way up to Wyoming and then cutting across the country and ending in Maine. Oh, wow. Um, that might be a little bit tricky to do unless somebody wants to come in and sponsor us just for fuel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, that's, yeah, we're going to, we're definitely having to rethink that. We might end up just being on the West Coast or if we do the East Coast, not go quite as far as Maine. Well, I tell you, Zach's a good looking guy. You could say, are you walking or working, baby? <laughs> he could be out turning. I, I, I keep telling him he needs to get an OnlyFans account. <laughs> Do a little side hustle there. Uh, no, you, you. You know, there's some weird, there's some weird people out there. All he has to do really is just like shake his little man boobs or something, and we could probably make an extra buck. So. <laughs> now, you guys spend like uh, what do you say, 250 days this year on the road, uh, mm -hmm. and you kicked off there in Florida. Now, wasn't it like the last day you bagged uh, in Osceola, right? Uh, yeah, so I did actually. So, but with this trip, we brought down one of, one of the great things about what we do is we get to bring either people that have never hunted before and, and want to or haven't hunted a certain species. And so, uh, we had Sean Stemley, he's a country artist in Nashville, come down and he'd never hunted Osceolas before. And that, the Osceola is a really special bird because it's just to get a true Osceola, you have to be in a specific area around the Everglades. Otherwise, they become a little bit hybrid and land access down there is getting harder and harder and harder. Um, so to bring him down there, he was just so excited and he ended up getting his first Osceola, which I got to sit there with him for, at, which was just super cool. He was so excited about it. And then I got my Osceola as well. and That was a really cool hunt. And then Zach got his too. Mm. And uh, one of the fun things about being on the road with the RV is, 
you know, we're out there, so we're cooking all of our meals and everything ourselves. And so I've become, I wouldn't say I'm a great wild game chef, but I'm definitely like up for a challenge and up for trying new things. And so I did kind of um, like a Chick-fil-A version of a wild turkey while I was down there with the Ooh. air fryer. And yeah, for some of the older fellas in camp whose wives aren't there. And really these guys, they're so cool. They just go down there. They've been going to this hunting camp for 40 years. Half of them don't even hunt. They just sit on the porch and sleep or have conversations with each other. Yeah. But I made this food up for them and got them to try it, and they all loved it as well. So, you know, being in, being in hunting camp isn't just about, obviously, the, the harvest. It's all those memories that you make around it, and food's a big part of that too. So, Yeah, one of the things that I remember about hunting Osceola's is the underbrush, the palmetto bushes. It makes it difficult yeah. to see those birds, doesn't it? Yeah, and the Osceola's themselves, they're, they're quite an interesting species because their legs are a lot longer than the other birds, and that's because they're walking through all the swamps. But when you're down there in, and, and the sand and everything – but down there in the Everglades, it's crazy. It is like walking into Jurassic Park. You don't know what you're going to see. They have Florida panthers, there's black bear, there's pythons, there's rattlesnakes. And uh, you'll be pushed up against this palmetto and you'll be kind of like, you've got to get, we've, we've started wearing this season, they're called Tetra hearing devices. And mm-hmm. they're these really great amplified hearing um, devices that you wear to really save your eardrum. Um, you know, from when you're out and exposed to gunshot, it can be really damaging to your eardrums. So we've been wearing them. And in that kind of a situation, it's really handy because you're relying on the sound of a bird drumming or whatever to see how close they are. Um, and it, yeah, and like you, like you said, the palmettos can block your view quite a lot, but you, you'll be sitting there and there'll be sticks or something behind you and you'll start hearing slithering or something Ooh. like that. And actually this time I had, uh, our camera guy was up on the gun and they'd finally seen some birds and they were coming in hot. So I just had to squat down exactly where I was. And I looked to the side and there was a snake. I don't know what snake oh, it was, wow. but it was two foot, two foot from me just staring at me. And I couldn't move because I didn't want to bust his hind. So he better be very grateful because most people would have just screamed and run off. But I was like, Mary, calm down. It's not going to bite you unless you... Freak it out. Just squat down. You're from Australia. You can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, he was probably just admiring your sheer beauty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So we got we to gotta get to a break. Can you uh, stick around, Miss Mary? Sure can. All right. Hey, we've got uh, more Mary O'Neill Phillips right after this. Yeah. Make sure you watch Country Outdoors TV on Outdoor Channel's Facebook every single Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, 16 episodes just going to drop, actually, over the next 16 weeks. This has been brought to you by Outdoor Channel Sportsman channel world fishing network and my outdoor tv before we get to a break uh miss mary uh to learn more about you guys uh your partners where you're gonna be also uh where we can see your concert series where can we find you online yeah you can just head to instagram which is country outdoors my personal instagram is mary o'neill phillips and zach is zach phillips and then you can also head to the country outdoors website which is just countryoutdoors.com you bet hey come on back for more mary don't go anywhere you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And now, some highlights from the show. Uh, hmm. All right. <laughs> was that 
Are you gonna go back? <laughs> you gonna, I just said it. <laughs> More. That was really good. If it wings. If it if it swings. If it if it wings. Uh, Don't move. More thrilling outdoor radio when the revolution with Jim and Trav. That is true. Yes. Yeah. Continues next. Check this out. He's a lean, mean, swine shanking machine. That is a uh, rare breed. That's a Himalayan rock pig. Ham it up with Pigman and Pals every Sunday night on Sportsman Channel. They'll be bringing home the bacon as they put a serious dent in the world's feral hog population. Now, it is just out of control, man. If it's edible, it's on the menu. Everything we shoot gets processed. That's exactly what's going on. Join the fun. Pigman the Series, Sundays at 8.30 on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Beards and Bears is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. That's a very big thing. Now let's get back to Mary O'Neill Phillips, host of Country Outdoors TV on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamahamotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking beards and bears on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Mary O'Neill Phillips on. And, boy, she had an exciting story about hunting down in Florida. Yeah, you were talking about living a nomadic lifestyle. And that's something I want to ask you about. With You you have a 38-foot beautiful trailer from Camping World. Camping World? Camping World. Is that, that's a great spot. Is yep. that who it, yep. you get it from, Camping World? Yep. You think a lot of people with utilities and bills... They're either going with like these little micro small homes or they want to live that uh, nomadic lifestyle and travel and move around. I would think it's kind of cost effective. I mean, there's a lot of campgrounds and, and places you can stay that have amenities uh, and it frees you up to move around. The thing is, you're living in the lap of luxury when you're in um, one of these beautiful trailers you have. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the RVs that they make these days are... I mean, 20 times nicer than my house, honestly. They have <laughs> built these things out to be so nice, high ceilings, like great backsplash. Some of them even have balconies that come off the back of them. Wow. And I think, um, you know, going back to the last couple of years, it just is what it is. I think a lot of people have realized that they've probably been investing their time in things that don't really matter that much. And I know a lot of people who have sold their big houses and have taken their families on the road because they just want more time with each other. And that's what they've realized is, you know, the most important thing is spending time together. And what better way to do that when you're, you know, out in a campground and you're surrounded by people that kind of want the same thing. And for us, I mean, definitely it's been a lot more cost effective to fill up the RV and to go and boondock out in the Badlands. I mean, that's a an experience that not anyone can just have. But also, like when you're when you're thinking about doing something like that, what are you paying in a mortgage? You're paying, oh, yeah. you know, fifteen hundred a month or whatever it is. You do that, and you're out there, and you're just paying for fuel. And I mean, some of these units as well. If you look at getting solar power and solar panels and all of that, then you're just taking that to a whole other ball game as well. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Mary O'Neill Phillips, the co-host, Country Outdoors TV. Uh, that's on Outdoor Channel's Facebook every single Thursday night, seven p.m. Eastern Time, alongside uh, her husband Zach Phillips. Now. Everyone knows that you are a turkey hunting aficionado. I mean, this is what you love to do. You're also um, a diehard bow hunter. Do you bow hunt for turkey or are you like shotgun exclusive? 
I have bow hunt. I have bow hunted for turkey. I'm going to be honest. It's not my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> I believe that turkeys are, you know, should die with a shotgun. It's just a lot. I don't want to deer hunt my turkey. And, you know, good for everybody out there who does, like, good for you. I'm like, that's your thing. Yeah. But for me, it's just way too intense. I think that, um, it's a little bit trickier to make a good shot and there's just a lot more that goes into it. I really love run and gun chasing turkey with my shotgun. Um, that for me is just, I mean, as good as it gets. But when it gets to, you know, obviously whitetail and all that stuff for sure, bow hunting. Now, obviously, you know, people that know you uh, and people listening to you, uh, you're from Australia. When no. You know, like, no, no. Really? Um, I usually say South Alabama. <laughs> Actually, you could pass it off as South Alabama. Um, no, if you think about that, a young lady growing up in Australia, you would never Brisbane. imagine, you know, let's say 30 years later, she winds up uh, turkey hunting, show on Outdoor Channel, living in America, traveling the country. I mean, was that like a dream of yours? Or did you just fall head over heels madly in love with a redneck from Georgia? You know, I mean, uh, both. <laughs> I, I would say a little from Colum a little from Columbia, but so my family, my family in Australia have a cattle have had a cattle farm my entire life. Um, so I was, you know, exposed to the rural lifestyle from when I was a kid. I could ride a dirt bike, a Pee Wee Fifty, before I could ride a, like a normal bicycle. Oh wow! So that's kind of how I grew up. I was very much like a the kid, you know, with in my mouth eating worms and up in a tree. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I actually moved to L.A. for acting originally and lasted three months before I moved down to Nashville and decided to get into hosting and country music. So that's kind of how that all happened. And then I had always wanted to learn how to hunt Mm-hmm. And nobody at home would take me. And actually, my ex-boyfriend did hunt. He was a rifle hunter. And I asked him to take me, and he said it wasn't a place for women. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So um he said no bloke would want to take a woman out. And I was like, oh, okay. And so <laughs> when I got over to the States, and I was living in Nashville, at some stage I met Zach a couple years later. And he said, do you want to go turkey hunting? And I said, Absolutely. And so he took me up to Nebraska and called in my first turkey with one of his buddies from 500 yards over the sand hills. And I shot the bird at five yards and then oh, wow. we cooked it and did all of that. And I was just like, wow, there's a whole part of my life that has been missing. And so when it comes to hunter recruitment, which is something I'm really passionate about, um, you know, I realized like decision he made to bring me out. And that's something that I try and do now too, because we need to keep the legacy of the outdoors as as long as we can and um part of our role as hunters is to recruit others and to bring them in and give them a great experience too now you know people can watch you guys again uh country outdoors tv outdoor channels facebook page every single thursday night 7 p.m eastern time but if people want to see uh you and zach in person you guys have the country outdoors concert series and i think your next concert at third and Lindsay is coming up uh is it april 12th there in nashville Yes, it is. It's April 12th, and we've got Walker Montgomery, Jordan oh. Rowe, Ella Langley, and Noah Hicks. Uh, Walker is actually Michael Montgomery and Eddie Montgomery. Well, Michael Montgomery's son, Eddie Montgomery's nephew, and he's Dylan Carmichael's cousin. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and so he's been he's been amazing, and we've had him on the show before. Um, so I'm really excited to have him. He's a good buddy, and we took him turkey hunting actually last year. So um, that shows at Third and Lindsley every month. Uh, tickets are ten bucks. We would love to see you there. We have 
great outdoor conversation. There's some fun prizes for the audience as well. So it's a really good show. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Mary O'Neill Phillips. And of course, she's the host of Country Outdoors TV on Outdoor Channel's webpage. Yeah, their Facebook page, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, alongside her uh, husband, Zach Phillips. Uh, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Again, Mrs. Mary, to learn more about you guys, all things country outdoors. Zach, what you guys have going on? Where can we find you online? Yep, you guys can head to our Instagram, which is Country Outdoors. My personal Instagram, Mary O'Neill Phillips. Zach is Zach Phillips. And also head to countryoutdoors.com, our webpage for all new announcements and newsletters. You bet. Now we go from the sublime to the ridiculous. Brian Tucker's coming up next. Yeah, Brian Tucker's next. Don't go anywhere. It's really pretty simple. You log on to jimandtrav.com. And you're instantly transported to our online outdoor universe. With show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's take, buy or bust, the amazing Mrs. Bunny, and tons of expert advice from our ever-expanding talent pool of industry professionals. JimandTrav.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. Stay right there. The revolution will be right back. All your hard work, the dedication, the getting through the elements, that thrill... It's really indescribable. For Melissa Bachman, adventure is always in season. And the world is her hunting grounds. I absolutely love hunting in new places. When you can get in the right spot at the right time, you literally just don't know what's going to step out next. Anytime, anywhere, any season. Winchester, deadly passion. Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and our Beards and Bears show. Now, please welcome Mr. Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking beards and bears on this week's show. And of course, before the break, we had Mary O'Neill Phillips. What a nice gal she is. But our next guest, man, he is my best friend because I like a good steak, but man, I love a good burger. Yeah, he can grin a bear and grill a bear. Uh, that is Brian Tucker, the National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Mr. Brian, how's it going, buddy? Good, fellas. How we doing today? Doing quite well. You know, the thing is, I can't hardly make it through a weekend without thinking about you and Hans and High Mountain Seasoning. You got some of the best spices I have ever eaten in my life. That's one thing that we've always prided ourselves in, was not just being so readily available, is also the quality of our product, too. That if you can take something and make, like our bacon seasonings, if we can make bacon better or anything like that, we're doing something right. Yeah, you know, this time of year is so much fun because uh, spring is here now. It is. And, uh, you know, everybody is planning that getaway. And, you know, a lot of people think of, well, I need to take my grill or my gas or this or that. One thing they forget, though, uh, are seasonings. And you guys have your all-new, like, variety pack. It's a bundle. Your first pack you guys just released, it has, like, the steak rub, rib rub, poultry rub. Uh, And these are the bigger bottles. They're not the small ones, correct? Correct? Yeah, that's correct. Those are bigger rub bottles, and those are kind of a, a staple, too. If you're going to be out yard grilling, barbecuing, I mean, what do you think of other than a burger, 
steaks, ribs, chicken, you know, we've got that put together for you. And, you know, grab one on the go. You've got it in your RV, your vehicle, at the campsite, anything like that. It's super easy, and we've got you covered. Yeah. You guys also have your other uh, uh, rub pack. The number two is the brisket and prime rib. Brisket and prime rib is probably one of my favorite seasonings from you guys. Uh, and then it comes as well with the venison rub, which is delicious, and the garlic pepper rub. Oh, yep. oh my yep. goodness. That stuff is so good. What does it cost for one of these variety packs? You're asking me a question off the top of my head. It's uh, twenty six thirty eight per box. That is it? on our website. For yeah, sure. but look really? all you get for 26 bucks. Holy cow. Yeah, and again, those are big <laughs> bottles. <laughs> I mean, you're going yeah, to run have... right 10 to 11 ounces of seasoning per bottle. And yeah, you can't go wrong, especially with the breakdown on the cost. Uh, order them together on our website. It's about a $6.59 savings. Yeah, do you know why you can't use Travis to write your copy for you? Yeah. Because it would say big something. Yeah, big <laughs> Something. Yeah. yeah. I got no problem with that as long as it's in a good context, right? <laughs> you know, we were talking to uh, Mary O'Neill Phillips before the break. Uh, you know, they started off their uh, spring turkey tour down there in Florida. Uh, uh-huh. Her and her husband bagged two nice Osceolas. Yeah. And uh, one thing you guys were just promoting, which is so delicious, uh, is your turkey jerky. And when people usually think of turkey jerky, they're like, oh, I'm only doing this because it's healthy, but it's dry. But the way you guys make turkey jerky, it is delicious, man. Oh, yeah. it's We get compliments on that all the time for those from the either apple flavor or the bourbon flavor. Or, heck, you can use any one of our other jerky kits as well um, that's not just for turkey per se and it's a great way to do it because they said yeah wild bird is going to be dry but you follow our instructions and you cook it to the internal temperature and your likeness or your doneness it's going to be a great great product you know one of the things that i have found that i drool a lot on is watching your facebook feed because you have so many great photographs of products that you have cooked and people need to sign up for your facebook don't they yeah they can be our facebook or even go to our website too and put your email in for our monthly flyer recipes, tips, anything like that. But Facebook is definitely the spot where you're going to find new ideas that are just going to come out, you know, more frequently, whether it's a snack and stick idea or, you know, like a bear ham roast, anything like that. So. Yeah, we got Steve West. Uh, he's actually on hold right now. <laughs> Big Steve is. Um, he's he's coming on after the break, after you, uh, going to be talking bear hunting. And Jimbo and I were discussing that. If you don't do it properly, it can be greasy. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- ha- you know, you said like a bear roast. How would you do it? Would you smoke it? Would you put it in the oven? How would you go about doing that, buddy? I, so I, I would, you know, obviously brine it and everything first. And then I would smoke it myself personally. Yeah. Um, there's some people that may or may not like the smoke flavor or a stronger smoke flavor. So you could just do the oven or do half oven, half smoker. Yeah. Um, however you like to be. I would definitely do the smoker for sure. Yeah. We've, we've talked about all of the different uh, critters that you can actually use your seasonings on. But one thing we don't normally talk a lot about is fish. you got a lot of spices for fish. We do. We do. And then you know, on the jerky topic, there's people that make fish jerky with our kits. Really? Yep. How would you do yep. that? I mean, you'd follow the. I mean, you'd follow the instructions the exact same way as you would whether you're using a piece of venison or a, you know a London broil off of a beef cow or anything like that. Yep, people do it, especially with salmon, and we get rave reviews about those. Now, I question, and I was actually having this debate. It was real um, intellectual conversation with somebody. It the was other- himself. <laughs> no, no, we were talking about grilling, okay? Mm-hmm. And specifically, we're talking about steaks and burgers and stuff like that. And he was saying 
you should never mix seasoning into like a, a burger seasoning into your patty. Oh, really? You should put it on when you put it on the grill. What do you say? I say the opposite. So That's... you see our gourmet burger line, our medium-sized bottles? Yeah. It says right on the instructions to make the seasoning into your patty that it's not you can use it as a topical, but we don't we didn't design it for that. It's designed to be mixed into your burger. Well, that's the thing is, you know, 90% of it leaves the burger when it's on the grill. Or I mean, burns. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. That's right. And then, I mean, if you want to dust it with a little bit when you're done, that uh-huh. is cool. I was like, that is the dumbest thing ever. But then, yep. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, you know, because your burger line, Jimbo and I were talking about that, is so how many different lines in your burger seasonings do you have or different flavors? So we have six different flavors for just the medium-sized burger along with our three smaller options as well in the Western-style shakers. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, I mentioned it earlier, I like a good steak, but man, I love a good burger. I'm with you on that one. I mean, you know, steak is phenomenal, but my wife and I have had conversations before. Of, is there one item, one thing that you have to eat for the rest of your life, what it would be? Cheeseburger all day. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. because I don't have my dentures. You know, going back to like the old malt shop style, you know, mm-hmm. like those griddle burgers, which are so good. Jimbo and I have been getting to this deal where you put the cast iron on the grill and you would mm-hmm. cook your burger. Uh, you know, you pick like if you want to do like uh, your hickory or if you want to do uh, your buffalo spicy. I forget the name of it. You have a buffalo spicy wing one, right? You have a buffalo wing burger. Yep. Yeah. It's oh, my God. That is so good. You you put that in there and you'd grill it like a third of the way or halfway, you know, and then uh-huh. um, so it gets that really good sear. And then you could take it off and put it on the grate to finish it to get that real, you know, those lines and a little bit yeah. of that smokiness. Yeah. That's the way we like to do it, man. Cast iron is not a bad way to go for it at all. I mean, that's, you know, kind of traditionally what people have done, not just burgers, but steaks and everything as well. Cast iron is a very underutilized cooking method anymore. You know, people used to use it all the time. And I think with some of these newer grill types and techniques that you see coming out, I mean, cast iron tends to get forgotten, I feel. But yeah, that's 100% a great way to do that. I mean, you've got to cook, like you said, part of the way through, finish it on the grill, get those char marks, and it's going to be a juicy burger. Yeah, well, yesterday I cooked uh, a couple of T-bones that method cooked it in the cast iron first mm-hmm. then put it on the grill and then mm-hmm. once i took it off then i sprinkled it with high mountain seasonings stick rope oh yeah that stuff is so delicious you know one thing um i have found because i'm a big charcoal guy and i always use like kingsford briquettes i think they're really good i've gotten yeah. into though Lump charcoal. Lump, lump charcoal? I think it burns better. And now you could get it with like uh, the hickory infused or apple or whatever. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's a bigger bag and it's actually way more cost effective because, you know, I okay. mean, you get like Kingsford and it's $37,000 for five pounds. Uh, <laughs> but the lump charcoal, you could get like a 20 pound bag for like 10 bucks. Wow. And, well, and I've seen they've come out with some new grills, too, that are almost like not necessarily the gravity feed pellet feeders. They have ones that do uh, charcoal like that. Yes, they do. And they swear they'll get to like 700 degrees. A salesman was telling me the other day at our local Sutherlands, 700 degrees in like 15 minutes. Seriously? Really? Yeah. That yeah. He so swore cool. that he did a demonstration and then he wanted to test it. And sure enough, it did. Yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. That is cool. All right. So, Mr. Brian, is, we're all getting hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> um, if we want to learn more about your specials, you have monthly specials going on there at High Mountain Seasonings. To learn more about those, uh, where do we have to head to, man? So, check out our website at HIM. 
tnjerky.com. Uh, sign up for our monthly newsletter that gets emailed out. Like us on Facebook. Check us out there. We'll promote whether it's a giveaway, specials there as well. You can't miss it. Yeah. Hey, this is brought to you by High Mountain Seasoning. That's right. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Put it on everything. Sprinkle it on your wife. Baby. And I, it's, it's delicious, <laughs> man. Make sure you flip her on the grill. <laughs> yeah. Put her on the grill. Warm that butt up a little bit. All right. So, Jimbo, who we got coming up next, man? Hey, coming up next, we have got Steve West. He's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Mondays at 9.30. That's right. And before uh, the spring grilling season kicks in, make sure you buy some of these uh, variety rub packs, guys. They are just fabulous. Uh, You will never be disappointed. We got to get to a break. Mr. Brian, man, God bless you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, fellas. Always good to talk to you. Steve West. His name is Steve West. And he shoots some big elk. His name is Steve West. You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. I'm liking this. Continue. Don't move. The Revolution will be right back. No steroids. I'm good. No hormones. This is going to be amazing. No grocery stores. You with me? No. (laughs) The freshest game on earth cooked to perfection. It's delicious. Imagine that you just season the fish in a way where it looks like it would taste really good. It's wild food heaven. The hunt stops with a masterpiece on your table. Oh, I'm so pumped about this. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back. Don't forget, you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at JimandTrav.com. Now, let's launch into another two-parter with Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking beards and bears on this week's show. Before the break, we had Brian Tucker, who taught us how to cook bear. Yeah. And our next guest is going to tell us how to get a bear. He's going to tell us how to kill a bear. <laughs> that is Big Steve West. He is the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. He's, that is he's bigger channel. than a bear. He's bigger than a bear. He's bigger than Putin. They, they had to just send you to Russia to smack the shit out of Putin, Steve. I actually had this discussion <laughs> when this whole thing kicked off with some friends of mine. Uh, they called and said, hey. What do you think? Should we go to the Ukraine? And I was like, yeah, we should go to the Ukraine. Because <laughs> you know what? There, at that time, there was like duck season that just ended. You know, we're at like February. There's nothing really to hunt. So. <laughs> All right, Steve's Outdoor Adventures at Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I had no idea, Mr. Steve, that you actually held the muzzleloader world record. Did you take that uh, for Grizzly, correct, up in uh, Canada? Correct, yeah. shot it in British Columbia. Oh, gosh, it's been probably about 10 years ago now. Yeah. Holy smokes. And you didn't just like, oh, you know, we got a couple 16ths over you almost what his was like you 20. smashed the record yeah you totally i mean completely smashed the record buddy uh what was it yeah. you were he was like 23 and two sixteenths and you were uh 26 and three i don't know what it was but almost three inches bigger yeah it beat the old record by three inches it was a fairly significant jump over the prior record holder and and it's a record that because of the change in the laws this is a record that could stand for a long, long time. I mean, it might be like a Tom Brady record, you know, It's um, because Bruce, you can't hunt grizzlies in British Columbia anymore. Now, oh, if they ever wow. change the law, there's going to be a lot of really old big grizzly bears that get shot, you know, which would be awesome and cool. But um, because any bear 
any grizzly bear shot south of the Canadian-U.S. border is considered a grizzly by Boone and Crockett standards. Mm. All of those coastal brown bears, basically, that are on the B.C. side of the border go in the book as grizzlies. And, oh. I mean, if I'd have been three miles further to the north, I'd have been hunting Alaskan brown bears, but I was just south of that line, qualified as a grizzly, and he was a tank. He's mounted full full body in our office. He greets you as you come in. Holy wow. cow. Yeah, I found it. Uh, the original was 23 and 2 sixteenths, and yours was 26 and 1 sixteenth. That is like by leaps and bounds setting records, buddy. And actually, it originally scored 26 and 3 sixteenths, then 23 or 26 and 2 sixteenths. Yeah. I hadn't heard the 1 sixteenth. You know, it, it, it's I believe the official entry was two sixteenths, but whatever, it's still plenty. I mean, it's yeah. in, in the heck of a bear. And to get him with, literally shot him with just like one shot, boom, pancake him right in the water with Ooh. a muzzleloader at like 49 yards. It was, yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Now, recently you promoted an episode of Steve's Outdoor Adventures where a hunter was after his first grizzly, uh, and it was in Alaska. There was deep snow. Um, you know, they're just coming out of their den. Something took place with your cameraman, though. What exactly happened with your cameraman? I don't know if I can say it on the air. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he got he basically crapped his pants right behind the tree. I mean, that was John Sullivan's hunt, right? So yeah. John, yeah, who's one of my business partners, and he, ho- he hosts some of the episodes of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. <laughs> They're closing in. They're thirty-five yards away from a bear that a big bear that is on a moose kill. Wow. And all he has to do is just stick his head around the tree and get the camera set in all the time. You know, he's got guns between him and the bear and he's basically leaving doo-doo in his shorts and he can't <laughs> handle it. And I mean, I honestly, I've got some pretty strong opinions on that. Needless to say, he won't be picking up a camera for us again, because if you haven't got a little adventure in your, in your spine, if you don't have a little bit of go juice in your system, you can't film for Steve's outdoor adventures and story. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he had something in his shorts. I would tell you, you're never going to hire me as your cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have some, gotta have some spine. Gotta have a sense of adventure, and, and you can't be afraid to die. <laughs> Those are the things that are on my job posting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no college education, but are you cool with dying? <laughs> yeah. Now you maybe got- not today, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. It's in all seriousness, we're we're. He's a fairly talented camera operator right up until it came time to, you know, like when you get an email after someone gets back from a trip, he says they didn't have a safety protocol system in place for the hunt. And we were snowmobiling across, you know, hundreds of miles of wilderness. I'm like, yeah, the safety protocol is just don't die. You know, do what the guy in front of you does and everything will be okay. He's like, no, they should have that like on a, on a pamphlet for everybody when they show up. What, you know, I'm like, oh my God, please dude, go away. But you are, you know, the thing is like, especially if you're there, um, you are such an experienced hunter and you know, true accidents, mistakes happen when you freak out. Calm heads always prevail. Um, and yep. what he did would, would literally put everyone in jeopardy, you know, not just himself. It, it's foolish mistakes like that that lead to severe consequences. Yeah, that bear could have smelled the crap in his pants and charged him. <laughs> I mean, was, well, I always say, remember your ABCs, always be cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, you know, the last couple of years, uh, spring bear hunting, especially in Canada, has been curtailed, right? How's it going to affect yeah, this, this 
this upcoming season is going to be epic. Anybody that's going to British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, all these hunts that we put on up there, they're going to have the best hunt anybody's seen in 20, 30, 40 years. I, I don't even know how to describe it because with COVID, the Canadian border was closed to non-essential travel, which hunting to me is essential, but evidently it wasn't to, uh, you know, the, the president of Canada and uh, Trudeau. And, you know, so the border was closed. And so these bears, there's more bears because they don't stop breeding Mm -hmm. and they sure as hell don't stop eating and they sure as hell don't stop getting older and bigger. There's going to be some epic big bears killed this year. They're not used to looking up in trees, you know, for people in tree stands or not, you know, they're going to be, it's going to be way later this year. It's going to be awesome. And it's not like there's going to be more bears than ever before killed because there's quotas in place, right? Yeah. So your, your bear harvest, this could carry on for four or five, six years or a long time, really. Because it kind of, you know, there's going to be this older age category of bears now that didn't get shot two years ago, didn't get shot one year ago. They're going to be coming in this year, whether they're, you know, on a beach in British Columbia or they're hitting a bait site in Alberta or B.C. Those are the bears that are going to be in front of the guns this year. And the hunters are going to bring home some big bacon this year, no doubt about it. Steve accidentally gave it up. His cameraman was spineless. He dropped it. It was Trudeau. That's who was <laughs> filming for him. <laughs> you got me. I hired Justin. You know, I mean, he, he he begged me for the job. I let him. You know, he just couldn't hack it. Uh, well, there oh you go. God. Hey, we got to get to a break. Can you stick around for another part? You bet, buddy. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Steve West. He's the host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at nine thirty Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, you can. Pick up lots of great content from Mr. Steve on My Outdoor TV. Uh, but Steve, to learn more about you, Pendleton Ammunition, everything you have going on, how to book a trip with you guys, where can we find you online? You know, if you go to our main website, uh, www.steveshunts.com, there's a bar across the top. You can click on the Adventure Armory Pendleton Ammunition or hit any of the drop-down menus for our hunting and fishing trips. You bet. Hey, more Steve West right after this. Standing seven feet tall, Steve West can bench press 1,200 pounds, and he eats two whole deer every day. What? Whoa, whoa. Steve West. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back, discussing beards and bears. Now let's rejoin the boys in Steve West, host of Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking beards and bears on this week's show. And, of course, uh, our guest, Steve West, he is as big as a bear. But the fact of the matter is he books hunts for bear hunting all over the world. And you've really got to get a hold of Steve to book your next hunt because, as he said, they're going to be big this year. Yeah, they are going to be big. And you guys offer, I think, really through, like, middle April through the end of May, maybe, uh, awesome opportunities in Alaska as well. And you have, like... Tented trips, and then you have boat trips. Can you kind of explain each to our listeners, Mr. Steve, what that means? Um, and is the sure. boat trip a lot easier? Is it kind of like a more relaxed hunt or what? Well, and so you're talking about the Brown Bear Hunts on Admiralty Island. Yeah. Our, our partners there, one of our partners has a big yacht boat that you can stay on and it's very comfortable. And they move about and they anchor up and, you know, protected in interior waters. Um, 
you know, it's not any easier of a hunt than the tented camp hunt, which just happens to be also in like a protected water bay. They take skiffs off the beach. You take skiffs off the boat. You're cruising similar shorelines. You're spotting these brown bears when they're on the beaches and they get eyeballs on them and, and then go to shore in the skiff and make the stock. It's truly the same hunt. It's just a matter of where you're staying. Mm. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you know, you talk about Admiralty Island. That's right off the coast of Juneau, right? But the fact of the matter is, you know, they have just as many and as big a bear as Kodiak, don't they? Well, they're not as big. And matter of fact, there are more bears there. In fact, Admiralty Island has more bears per square mile. And this is brown bears. More brown bears per square mile than anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Mm. Well, they say that on Kodiak Island, when somebody shoots a deer, and they have quite a few deer there, that's like a dinner bill. But they primarily are fish eaters, aren't they? And that what gives them the size? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're on protein all late spring through the summer and into the fall. Clear up into November, there's runs of fish in all of the streams. And that's why brown bears get as big as they. That's why they have a different category for classification in Boone and Crockett as the Let's say your interior grizzly bear. Interior grizzly bear has to catch caribou or muskox or run down a moose or whatever he's going to eat. He has to work hard to get it. Um, they don't get the salmon in their diet, whereas a brown bear can go lay on a stream's edge and just pound, you know, high protein fish twenty hours a day during the summer and and just they get fat and big and uh, you know and they're also they den up a shorter period of time. A lot of your Arctic bears they den up earlier and, and and come out later, so they have less time, you know, out on the land yeah well you know uh you mentioned caribou what about this big caribou you shot you know last september a sportsman i went down to the alaskan peninsula with the guys i took uh, john sullivan wanted to go on his first caribou hunt so i joined him and i, I crawled you know basically they carried me and drugged me and <laughs> did cpr when we got to the top and got the crosshairs on him ranged him up the eliminator which is part of the story actually is i i use the eliminator later scope got the dope on the distance and shot this bull, killed him. He's a special caribou herd. Um, it's very non-migrational. But anyway, uh, the, the world record was 477 or is 477, and mine ended up scoring 475 and 78. No and, way! Uh, but I can't put him in the record book right now. Now I have him officially scored. Yeah. Um, and someday when the rules change, but because I used the Eliminator laser scope, <gasps> they denied me entry into the book because they've, got some language in there it says like the sig scope system you can't enter from those the swarovski scope system you can't use those like i said it'll have its special place in the book at some point in time in the future it'll just be once the rules are changed you bet hey we gotta leave it right there we've been talking with steve west he's the host of steve's outdoor adventures on sportsman's channel monday nights at 9 30 eastern time yeah and this has been a presented by my outdoor tv stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere anytime my outdoor tv at my which you can uh get steve's outdoor adventures there again mr steve to book a trip uh, Steve's Outdoor Adventures, uh, your partners, everything. And ammunition. Yeah, everything you have going on, buddy. Where can we find you online? Go to steveshunts.com. Look at the upper bar. You can see all the hunting trips, fishing trips, the rifle packages, and the ammunition company. All the links are right up there across the top of the page. Hey, more revolution right after this. Back in my day, there was no such thing as the internet or social media. We had to ask Willie the town drunk to get all our information. Thank goodness for the all-new JimandTrav.com. Your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The boys will return after these short messages. 
It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to Balance7.com. That's Balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to Balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about beards and bears, of all things. Yeah, joined by Mary O'Neill Phillips, uh, Brian Tucker. And Steve West with Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Yeah, talking all things turkey hunting and bear hunting, plus how to prepare those fine critters. Jimbo, last word? Hey, last word is get out there. It's spring turkey hunting right now in a lot of states across the country. Also in the northern climes, you could still shed hunt. But make sure you hammer home firearm safety. It is imperative, boys and girls. God bless you. Thanks for listening. We'll return right after this. No, next week. Oh, that too. If you wait around long enough, it'll happen. Uh, so God bless. We love you so much. Uh, peace out. And uh, thank God we live in the USA. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.